Out here, you said this is so episode 15? Episode 15. This episode's called Ch-Changes. Ch-Changes. That's how I'm going to write it down. Ch-Changes. And uh, who's this by? This is David Bowie. David Bowie. Ch-Changes. That's why I'm calling this one changes, cause uh, yeah, I actually saw guys and ran into guys out there. When you see them, them you're like, oh yeah, I'm just out here finding all my new spots. <laughs> when this don't, year don't this, exist anymore. This year I kind of made a habit of like rubbing in and been like, so you're all finding spots, are you? <laughs> well, those should last you for about the next week. And what's, oh. a, what's the river like on the Chilliwack right now? Oh, the Better River completely changed again. Just halt. I haven't I haven't been back since the last round of changes. Yeah. Yeah, I've been keeping an eye on the graph and it's just been going boom up to the sky and then slowly dropping a bit, then boom again and it's rough, man. Is it good though? Cause then fresh fish rolling in or what? Well, when it finally does clear up and become fishable, I expect to, to hear a bunch of steelhead getting caught. Yeah. Because now you got all your chums are blown out and you know, the fish mostly will be finished spawning. There'll still be a few, but it's going to kind of turn things around and like, yeah, yeah. definitely be, there, there will be some steelhead kicking for sure. So like any chums that are in the system there, like when that water just spikes, what, what happens to them? Oh, well, I mean, they're spawning. They'll dump their eggs. So they'll probably immediately, the ones that haven't spawned will probably very quickly hit backwater. Yeah. And just spawn. Yeah, and just hang out. That's, you know, when you find, you know, after a high water and you're walking around, you find, why is this chum way up here? It can't even swim out of here. Well, it's that's what happens. <laughs> it's just stuck. Yeah, and you know, if the river doesn't divert away from that spot, those will become viable eggs and stuff. But so I think some... You're like this year, there's definitely going to be areas where fish spawned that are going to be dry. Yeah. Like dry. Like nothing. Like nothing. Next year. <laughs> yeah. Like back on that, above the Vetter Crossing, the river, there's a giant lake back there. Yeah. And the river actually blasted down that way and now runs right through that old lake. Wow. And that lake was like, basically it was like a pretty big, I mean, not a giant lake, but it was a lake. Yeah. It was probably 30 foot deep in the middle of it. Wow. And now that river runs right through that deep hole. So the river's virtually 30 feet deep there. That's crazy. Yeah. I, lo- I went and looked at it and I was like, this is kind of cool, but what the hell are you fishing in here? Yeah. And how do you quite, fish it? Well, it was quite murky when I was there. If it was really clear, I might whip a big spoon out there or something. Yeah. Try to attract a fish in there. But yeah, Great. probably, probably where uh, there will be some fishing ops around there though. Yeah. If it stays. If it stays, that's the thing, right? But yeah, big changes. I don't know. I'm just actually just going to see what the graph did today. And uh, it poured rain today. You were out fishing today? Yeah, I went out fishing on a different river today and found the the area I was. I hiked, basically went and looked around for about two miles of river. Yeah. And found two spots about 10 feet long that you could actually get a drift that wasn't 1,000 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. And then, so I fished the one. So we'll nothing, just say the a other, northern river? 
Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> we're not going to say. Yeah, we don't and have so, to. And so the one the one spot I fished, nothing. And then the other t- 10-foot bathtub-sized piece of actually fishable water I cast into. And, yeah, I got a nice steelhead, about six or seven, eh, seven, eight. I don't know. It was a nice nice steelhead. Yeah, nice color on it, too. Wild fish. Yeah. Summer run, Yeah, I, I presume. Yeah. And back it went. No, it was good. It was good fun. Cool. Yeah, I'm just here doing something right here. I'm gonna... So we got uh, Christmas right around the corner here. Oh, yeah. And uh, we we, uh, we, go. we got a couple things that we're rolling out. So one thing we've already rolled out, right, with uh, your sparkler, your steelhead sparkler kit. Yeah, the steelhead sparkler kit, yeah. So what's in there? Uh, 20 awesome UV jigs. There's a pretty good mix in there right now. Um, I'm kind of... I don't know. I, I have a lot of different ones. Like they're not all going to be the exact kit. Yeah. I'm kind of got, there's a few different ones I substitute in and out. And sometimes I'll see if someone's ordering from like, if I see an order coming from Vancouver Island, I'll make it a little bit uh, more for more clear water conditions. If I see it's a local person, then I quite often I give them a lot more of like the, the, the bright patterns because we right. have a lot more colored water over here. Right. Just yeah. try and help. So them it's kind of customized. And I got two secrets from the bent rods jig personal jig selection in there yeah i'm tying those ones myself so sweet yeah it's a steelhead sparkler kit yeah, 60 steel. bucks 60 bucks and you can get it still can you still get it for christmas yeah you should yeah absolutely to. yeah absolutely yeah we got least, what two weeks so what are we at right now the 12th 10th today the 10th today yeah so yeah oh yeah you we got 10 it. business days still I'd s- for- 10 business days till Christmas? Yeah, you probably got about another five days to order it. What do you think? I think so, yeah. Something Especially like if you're in BC, it shouldn't be a problem. I think, as usual, we'll keep our sale going right to, it'll be a New Year's sale. Yeah, just keep it going. Yeah. Um, and then we got uh, Bent Santa coming. Bent Santa. Should we oh, man. talk about our surprise or just keep it a no. surprise? No. It's all just a big surprise. Yeah. It's been, we didn't get to really do Bent Santa last year because the, the suit kind of got eaten. Didn't it? Oh, is that what happened? The suit got eaten last year? Yeah, Danina had it in storage. and uh, Oh, mice. Mice got to it. Mice, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Farm problems. And then two years ago, we did it on the river, and uh, you had bells on your your cuffs. Nice. Chasing away the uh, fence posters. <laughs> and that was, you guys were like brutally sick that year. Remember, oh, was your, that right? your whole family went down, I remember. Because we had to we ended up having to wait till like almost the last week before Christmas till we could film it. No, so. we'll get out there. I might I might actually have some of my secret helpers coming. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be fun. Sweet. Yeah, don't don't maybe don't have your kids Ben Santa's not a real good influence. <laughs> Would it be along the lines of uh, Billy Bob's bad Santa? Yeah, sort of. It's sort of a combo bad Santa, good Santa. Yeah. Um, he's doing a second one. They're doing Bad oh. Santa too. Wasn't, wasn't there a movie called Bad Grandpa? That was with um, Johnny John, Knoxville. Yeah, I heard. Apparently, that's a pretty funny video. Is it? Yeah, that's it with the whole uh, jackass stuff, right? Like the yeah. Bad Grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's about what's happening. Okay, so we got the sparkler kit, and what else do we got going? We got something else right now. Oh, yeah. There's still time to book a trip for your friends or family or whatever yeah you guys have gift cards yeah we got special gift cards and uh yeah we got all kinds of trips you can give away good like a lot of we've given away a few now of the walking wades yeah we're steelheading this year those are pretty popular so and uh your jig tying classes you'll start up in the new year right yeah we will we got a jig tying class actually next week right 
next Saturday. Saturday. But people can. What I'm saying is, people can uh, buy it. Like yeah, a gift buy it for a gift. Absolutely. Yeah, that's actually a really good gift because you teach someone to tie jigs, and that that's something they're going to do for ever after, ever after. So it's a pretty good gift, right? Just like I was saying about you book a steelhead walking away trip for your for your buddy, give it to him as a present, and. You know, he all of a sudden starts catching steelhead. He'll remember that. He'll remember. He'll thank you for that one. Like, yeah, and he'll want to keep going out with you too. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's one thing about my steelhead trips. I just want to say about that is that like um, they're very much designed to teach. Like I don't just go out there and say, "Okay, see that rock over there, cast there." Yeah. No, you're Use telling this, me. Cast there. See that rock there? This is why you want to cast yeah. there because. Yeah. There'll be a bunch of things that lead up to we to us getting to that rock and why we're now at that rock and why the fish would be there and I'm explaining the whole time so you're developing the the planning involved in catching steelhead which is really what it is right you know there has to be some thought going into it it's not just like saw a car yeah I found there's a this hole. guy he's nice. got nice waders and really nice gear so he probably knows what he's doing he's got this really long 13 foot uh, fly rod. <laughs> spay rod he's got to know what he's doing well it's a spay rod convert <laughs> converted into a pin rod into a pin rod yes a camouflage pin rod yeah um have you been out sturgeon fishing at all Mm-mm. no you've been leaving those sturgeon rods alone yeah end of season boat problems decided to just pack it in yeah i could have done a few more trips weather was oh. We had that wind week of like stormy uh, hell. Just, there was days this year with rain and wind and wow, there's some we got some weather this fall. The oh, late yeah. the late fall. We've yeah. been getting some weather. Like it was gorgeous into October. We're lucky. For once, we're lucky. We we thought we got rain. Oregon right now is floating. Really? With massive flooding. Oh. Massive. Like I've been going on the news now, checking out Oregon. My buddy Joe from the last podcast, I think yeah. it was, yeah. <laughs> the mustard Joe, podcast? Well, I should almost read I should almost read some of the text mails from Joe. Yeah. He's like, oh, we'll be seeing a lot of you this winter. That's it. No more steelhead left in uh, Washington State. I guess uh, they're they're having a war between the Wild Steelhead Concert, concert uh, Wild Steelhead Alliance or whatever the hell they are. They've, they're suing the government for hatchery steelhead. Really? To try to stop production of hatchery steelhead. And there's like big rivers down there that have large hatchery runs that like that's what those people do yeah is they concentrate on these hatchery runs and it's a busy time of year usually november december and a lot of these places are closed and like it's it's ugly wow yeah there's some so joe's worried he says it's pretty much nowhere to fish anymore that sucks <clears throat> a lot of their rivers that are similar to the vetter that would have a hatchery mix and a wild run as well and you know how we get our wild run in like pretty much from December to April, end of April. Well, they the same down there, but their hatchery runs mostly November, December, and January. Right, little. So at the end of January, they close all those rivers, and mm -hmm. there's no more fishing. But there is a lot of them have much better wild returns than even than our rivers. Wow. Like the the Skagit River is seeing, I think he said something like twelve to fifteen thousand steelhead, wild steelhead. Yeah. And it's not open to fishing, except there's ha massive poaching and there's native netting and there's all this stuff going on but there's no sport fishing happening so hmm. yeah so we could look you know not that our rivers are way better for steel because they're not it's just you could see more people even more people fishing up here now yeah because there's nothing to do <laughs> down there nothing to do yeah wow that's scary yeah it is scary but yeah they got what was my, the last text he sent me oh 
He said the Skykomish River just had its fourth hundred year flood this year. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it had four hundred year style event floods down there. Yeah. This crazy town. Man. So you're gonna have Joe and Nate come back. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Good excuse to get him back up. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That podcast is hilarious. Like, oh, it'll just especially get when Joe just started chiming in. He's a little shy at first. Yeah. And then we got him going, and uh... <laughs> he was. I think he was too scared of cramps. Yeah, cramps. Scared he was the cramps were coming. <laughs> From uh, what? What do you guys have that night? Greek? Yeah, he went Greek islands. Oh yeah. Yeah. The eight person platter for two. <laughs> Awesome. Um, so yeah, what else you got going on? Uh, oh, lots going on. <coughs> we are. Oh man, just give me a sec. <laughs> we I had. A, I got to think where I was going with that. <laughs> oh, spinners. There we go. You remember how last year with my Colorado spinners, we, uh, me and Mark were hammering a lot of fish, and he was putting a lot of pictures up online. And yeah, yeah. Well, I had like the doors being knocked down for people trying to get those spinners, and you know, I mean, I make them, but I don't carry that big a supply because they haven't been that popular. But wow, I was just getting inundated with Colorado orders. So we're gonna come out here in the next week for sure. I just spent the last two weeks getting all my Colorados airbrushed up. and Yeah. So we're going to have a $40 Colorado kit. It's going to have a My Choice selection for everything you need for the whole winter steelhead season. Nice. And I know my one steelhead I've got so far was on a custom uh, blade yeah. from Colorado. And, uh, what color? I don't remember. I oh, come on. For steelhead. I don't remember. I what, still have it, was though. It I silver, it set aside. Pink, so. Silver, pink chartreuse, or was it orange chartreuse? I'm going to say it was... Probably orange chartreuse. Silver or brass? Uh, brass. Brass or orange chartreuse. That was Mark's real hot one, too. Was it? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's... Uh, and in these kits, I'm going to throw in uh, at least one of my secret colors that I don't usually You don't let. sell yeah. normally? I've been keeping that one under wraps. People like that, though. They want like something that's a little bit extra right where you can toss oh, in yeah. something especially like because you'll post pictures of like jigs and stuff that you're using yeah that you don't sell yet right? like yet like eventually you will yeah if I, a lot I, of times you like to me try personally if i if i slay on a jig for a good season before it's i'm selling it i'll put it out yeah because well, that's the other thing i'm looking to... for the new one yeah you want the i'm new bored one. <laughs> i don't care i know that so many different jigs catch fish so i just I have one because it sort of becomes my favorite. I fish it hard, and then, yeah, that one slays. Move yeah. on. Move on. <laughs> Into the tackle store it goes. Yeah. Nice. Try, to, try to find something new and better. And I don't know if it's ever better. It's usually just different. Yeah. But it, it may it pays off to have something different sometimes. If you're fishing in an area that's getting pounded by pink jigs, you go through with something completely different. I guarantee you. Yeah, of course it's going to work. What about some pink worms? Well, yeah, pink worms are deadly. That's some mm. guys I talk to. That's all they'll use. I'm also writing the works, putting together. Um, I, you know how I carry and sell grubs. Mm-hmm. I'm having a bunch of jig tipper rubbers going to be designed for me. And nice. So they, there won't be that soon. I don't want people to get jumped the gun here, but yeah, they'll be slowly coming out over the next couple of years. I'll have jig tippers, all different kinds of jig tippers. Yeah. And I'll have special jigs made for tipping and. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Twitchin's gone crazy now, so now we can really. Now it's my turn to get crazy with different, start, different stuff. Start adding some new stuff into it. Yeah, sweet. Hey, you ready for next week? 
next week is December 17th. Oh, yeah, we've been getting stupid. I will finish what you've started. We've been getting stupid. We're doing stupid stuff. Yeah. It's, uh, I can't wait. Max has gone through a couple sticks he broke into pieces, (laughs) pretending it's a lightsaber. (laughs) The new thing now is, Dad, ask me some Star Wars, what's it called again? Trivia. What's the movie again? I can't. Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Yeah. Ask me some Force Awakens questions. I'm like, <clears throat> dude, I haven't seen the movie yet. <laughs> I don't have a question. Yeah. I don't know. Is Chewbacca still have brown hair? Like, no. It's kind of got older now. And I'm like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> George Stop. Lucas saw it. George He's... Lucas went to a little private screening of. Did he edit it? No. No, they won't. He didn't add a bunch of little goofy Muppets, didn't go running by like, hey, hey. So he liked it. He liked it. We're on on Twitter? No. uh, There's a. What's one of the big um, Hollywood websites? They were posting that George Lucas had gone to see it. And so he liked it, but he equated it to like going to your ex wife's new wedding. Oh, yeah. That you go and you're. You're civil and you're polite and you try and be a good human being. You don't necessarily like being there, but why does he have no say at all? No, he has nothing. No, he's out. They bought him out. Like he's done. Oh man, I feel bad for the guy. I don't. Look what he did with episode one to three. Look I what he know, did with all the remakes. He brought that thing to the world. Yeah. Which really, he, he, I would say a lot he of. Did. I see a lot. My Max goes on things on YouTube where they bash him and that, but like without Lucas. No Star Wars. Oh, for sure. I like, yeah, he's always the father of Star Wars, but yeah. he screwed it up. Like, yeah, he, right, right from the day the Ewoks came on board, that yeah. was the end. Which was, the Ewoks were okay when you compare it to Jar Jar Binks. Weren't they supposed to be Chewbacca's? I don't know. That's what they say. There was, it was originally going to be a like planet mini- of Wookiee, the Wookiee planet. Really? But he didn't want it to be too scary, so he did the Ewoks. Yeah. Should have gone scary. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been better. A planet full of Wookiees. They oh, went, yeah. What it, yeah, because you'd rip your limbs off, right? If you beat them at that game of whatever. I oh, yeah. No, you had, that, it had to be, you had to go with the, the Wookiees are awesome. Yeah. Wookiees are icon, man. Yeah. So then you have these little uh, teddy bears that destroy with the The Empire. consolation was that they, there's a hint in the movie that they eat people, wasn't there? Yeah. Because yeah. they, yeah, they were going to eat like uh, Luke and Leia and Han. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Lucas said. If I was uh, going to eat, sorry, if I was going to get eaten, I'd want to be eaten by Ewoks. <laughs> that, they're pretty damn cute. Like, yeah. I picture myself in, the, in a pot, boiling black pot over in Africa with like those <laughs> scary people with bone noses and yeah, real plate, plate, plate lips and crap dancing <laughs> around. <laughs> Me boiling in the pot. That's my childhood from the old Tarzan movies. Okay. Not some Ewoks so you'd rather going be around burnt sing. alive over a fire. Oh, Ewoks are Ewoks what? looking at you. Singing Christmas songs and Ewok. <laughs> oh, damn. This is tough. No. Um, so Lucas said uh, he thinks fans will really like it. Good. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Good. It's going to be epic. It's JJ. It's JJ. Apparently, apparently Spielberg said it's going to be the, the greatest movie of all time or something. I think so. That's what I think he said was quoted. Yeah. It's or the biggest movie of all time. So uh, a potential client that I am working with for film ads, mm-hmm. they want to advertise in a couple theaters and they're trying to get their ad together before next week. Um, 
And so she uh, phoned me and she was just like, so this Star Wars movie, it's not going to be, it's not really that big of a deal if we're advertising before it, is it? Like, it's not going to be as good as people say it is. I was just like, I just want to be like, what rock are you under? (laughs) And why have you crawled out now? You should just stay under that rock. And just wait for really? this whole she thing. Really? She didn't think it was going to be that big a deal? She, yeah, she's just no clue that how big Star Wars is going to be. Why are they being offered a certain cost to advertise you for it? Or? No, no, we didn't. Uh, we don't do that um, with uh, local businesses. We won't uh, change prices depending on the movies. It's always a flat rate. Oh, so what was her question? Though? Like She was just wondering? Um, I think part of it was just because they're rushing to get their ad done. Yeah, get it done. And that's what I said. I said that two weeks ago, and they're still not done. No, so. Get it done. Yeah, that's what I said. And I said, it's gonna. this is going to break box office records. Like It's by far oh. going to be better than Jurassic Park, which was... Yeah, well, you think about it. Like, my son, he he's not from the real Star Wars era. And he's, like, off the chart about this. Yeah. Like, we... This is the only time we've ever bought movie tickets, what, two months in advance? Yeah. And then, like, apparently, there's people now that are just coming, realizing the movie's coming, trying to get tickets, and they're, they're two to three weeks. Yeah. Like, that That doesn't happen. Yeah. You know? I yeah. Have to, yeah, I feel bad for those people. They're just coming around now. It's like, what? Star Wars got a new movie? Like, oh, yeah. man, go back to bed. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. You might be able to get a ticket in end of... December, early January, like, but yeah, they um, they finally put out more uh, copies of the movie, so it's going to be even more screens now, which is good. Wow. Yeah. Now, is it? I know with movies they do like a released in London, released here, released there. Is this one going across the globe straight? Um, pretty so much. Just about. Yeah. It'll yeah, all be because similar you can't timing. you can't bring one out a month ahead anywhere. It'll all be like um, like for us December seventeenth. Yeah. So some places it, it'll be yeah different. Wednesday, other places it'll be yeah. Friday, but it'll but all it, be on the same day. At the same time. Roughly, like as best yeah. you can with... As you can understand how time works. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I know they're trying to do like a worldwide release. Sweet. Well, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, I can't wait. It'll be the first time I've ever been to a movie in a onesie. <laughs> yeah, you're wearing your... What, what onesie is it again? Darth Vader. <laughs> And I have optional Yoda toque to wear if I want. I could wear that. You got to bring that with you. I could wear it with my Darth Vader. That'd be like the oxymoron thing. Yeah, you got both sides going on. I am Darth Yoda. (laughs) I saw uh, Jeff sent me this picture today. It's a guy wearing a t-shirt and it says number one Star Wars fan on it. Yeah. And it's got the uh, Star Trek Enterprise, (laughs) the USS Enterprise on it. But it's someone actually did it? Yeah, it's some, yeah. some guy walking Nice. Around. Yeah. Intelligent. It's like that uh, Patrick Stewart, the guy that played Captain Picard. Yeah. It said, <laughs> what people always post it um, about how uh, it's like, it's got Lord of the Rings, Star Trek, Star Wars, and Harry Potter all mixed into this one picture. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, pretty funny. How to piss off a nerd. It's something like that. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Cool. Right. So, fishing. So yeah, steelhead season's upon us. The waters are changing, as I said before. There's so many changes happening. Can't wait. Awesome. Love new water. Love it. Those guys who had their steelhead hole from last year, they find this a lot on a river like the Vetter, where it's a fairly good steelhead river. So people, you know, there's it's where people. So there's quite a few people who get out quite a bit. Yeah. And there's guys who 
their game is to find a spot where they caught a steelhead, especially in the lower part of the river, and just and just fish that spot all year. Yeah. Which sometimes they get a good spot, and it's a producing spot, and they just stand on that spot. You go there, and you see the same people there all the time, like, oh, yeah, him again. And they get a few fish, but that when that spot changes, those people are basically the walking dead. <laughs> you see them, and they're walking around the river. They are lost. They're like, <laughs> and they see you hook a fish, and they're like, and they all come stumbling down, and guess what? You know, you just gave them their spot. Yeah, new spot. New spot. <laughs> I saw uh, a guy get a fish here. There used to be a, sp- a guy who's totally like that. European accent guy wore rubber boots, but he caught steelhead, you know, but that was his technique. He would see someone get one. He'd find a spot he liked to actually stand. I guess he'd probably stand there and go, can I stand here every day for the next three years? <laughs> yeah, I could do it. This is my new spot. And that guy, so this one run he had, it was called Red Toque because he always wore a red toque. Yeah. And I got this from the old timers in Chilliwack. They're like, yes, Red Toque. <laughs> if, if you know who, when I say the old timers in Chilliwack, if you know who I'm talking about, you know that voice I just did. <laughs> He's like, yeah, this is Red Toque run. <laughs> got one down at Red Toque there the other day. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, I'm like, what is Red Toque? And then I got the whole story. So this is how I found out the names of some of these runs. And they're the diving board, which is actually the run we fish for chums there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they call that. It's Upper Bergman. It's in between Bergman and Brown or yeah, whatever. Sometimes they'll tell me Bergman. and then I, I just call I it Bergman, like... but it's not actually Bergman. Bergman's actually the next deep run below that. Right. That you come in from the Yarrow side. Right. That would be Bergman run. But yeah. I mean, these, so whenever these... you say Bergman, I might always ask you, is that problem the diving is, board? Because that's what you've always Well, the problem it. is a lot of the runs that I used to fish 25 years ago on the bottom end of the river are gone. Right. Like they're in between where there's, there's two runs now. And the one you actually used to fish used to be between them. Right. But it's now just shooting fast water between them. So it's hard to really pinpoint what runs what run, right? So why is the diving board called the diving board? Well, a dude hooked a steelhead there on that. He was fishing off the bush side. Yeah, the like arrow side. Yeah, people used to fish a lot on the arrow side in the tail out there, stand where that tree is and sort of and just pitch out of the bushes into that tail out. And yeah, he hooked a big steelhead and he had to jump in and swim with it. Wow. And I believe it, I'm not sure. Now, I used to know the guy that it was. And it was either a dude from Maple Ridge or it was Johnny B, but he's also from Maple Ridge. But one, I think I can't remember. It was it might have been Johnny that did the diving board jump? Yeah. How long ago was that? Well, that was probably about twelve years ago. Wow. Yeah. And it's just like most people call it the diving board now. No. No. Nobody just calls a, it, nobody calls it the diving board anymore. No. I don't know what they call that run. I really don't. Yeah, because they, the, I somebody else was calling it something last year. It's been year. getting the last three, four years heavily fished run. Yeah, Steel but when it. they dug out the like they did the gravel mm-hmm. removal, yeah, like somebody started calling it a different name, um, just because of that. That and there's a ton of coho that sat in there last year. Yeah, just because there was such a like froggy water from the the gravel removal. Yeah, that so. happened this year. There was some real frog waters with lots of coho in them. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, there was one up in the Indian Reserve that was apparently just jacked with coho. Yeah. A lot of people were in there catching them and uh, changes. The river's not, oh, no, that's the main shooting flow now. Right. Yeah, so it was just a backwater, like a deep, slow, not moving, probably six feet deep at its deepest backwater. And the coho were all up in there, some chums, and 
The last time I went through there, through there, it was moving around that corner at like 100 miles an hour. Wow. Right where that back channel is. Yeah. Um, then, back to Red Tuke. Oh, Red Tuke. Yeah. So we got diving board, but Red Tuke, how did how did that name come out? Oh, Red Tuke? Yeah. Well, that was the old guy. But you were, talk, you were talking about one of the old timers saying something about Red Tuke, and then we totally got distracted. Oh, well, that's okay. <laughs> but no. I just wanted you to do that voice more. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Saw a nice one about 14 taken down at Red Tooth the other day. <laughs> That's awesome. Beagle be gone. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. What the, I saw a video the other day, and I just it made me think of you. Someone going off about beaks. I still don't I, understand that I don't term. go off about beaks. No, no, somebody else made a video about beaks, and you were explaining to me what beaks mean. Yeah, beak is like a good fisherman. Right. That's like a, what you'd call a good guy who catches a lot of fish so why do you call it why are they a good fisherman like why is that why is it well because they used to at one time those guys were called fish hawks right that guy's a fish hawk that guy's a fish hawk he's always catching fish right and then i guess as as a short of that they just said that guy's a beak right meaning he's good yeah like a beak was like a guy who could catch fish and then somewhere along the line a beak became a guy who's out there stumbling around doing everything wrong and whatever wearing a yellow raincoat and doing this and doing that right yeah and yeah so what like why how did it change to like something negative now like just fisherman just, sarcasm and yeah crazy yeah probably what happened was guys were calling another guy a beak yeah and some other guy was jealous because the guy catches a lot of fish so he started mocking that same name yeah guy's a beak quack quack or whatever who knows right and then yeah it went from being a good thing to mocked about, and then it became a joke after a while. Yeah. The new one out there is Guggen. Guggen. Yeah, yeah, that's the new one, yeah. I don't know where the hell that comes from. <laughs> that guy's a total Guggen, right? Like, Yeah. What yeah. does that mean, a Guggen? It doesn't... I don't know. Somebody probably said something, and another guy, like, misheard him, and then next thing you know. It's funny. I was, I was on, on a website the other day. One a local fishing forum or something, and people were talking. Oh, it was yeah, it was a fishing forum. And they got a thread going about the conditions on the veteran, basically. So it's like an ongoing thread, and it follows the conditions of the veteran. It's pretty interesting to watch these big long threads like that because it's funny. It graduates from awesome. How's the weather? Good. Oh yeah. Blah 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 blah. You did this picture put up. Blah blah blah. And then it's a war. Yeah. And then people are arguing, and then that takes about five pages to slow down and everyone says don't argue man love each other you know whatever it <laughs> yeah. goes into that three and then it's back to like oh how's the river blah 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 and someone posts a report and, ah, and it flares up again yeah and then recently it was back on the love portion of it where it's like oh yeah i was out at the river it was all good and some guy says yeah i ran into rod toth from bent rods the other day oh he's an awesome guy or something blah blah, blah. super nice guy or something and, da, da, da. and i was just laughing i was like wow hey eh? like i didn't really do anything special i was out there fishing and uh i was in a run i saw a guy there was a guy there fishing he hooked something and lost it i had hooked a dirty chum and lost it and then i saw some fresh chums rolling and i was like told the guy i said yeah check this out i'm gonna put a jig on so i put a jig on and bam bam just started hammering fish yeah and then i gave him a jig and showed him how to do it and everything and then just buggered off or whatever and then yeah then he puts it on as i did so it's pretty amazing if you just be even slightly nice to someone out there, you know, 
Yeah, it makes a world of difference. But I just found it odd that he thought I was such a so super nice because I just was just nice. You know, yeah. like just the way I think we're supposed to be out there. She arrives. Are we talking about nice people? Can I talk about not nice people? What? It's oh. the Christmas season. Janina. I know, which me- brings out all the assholes. Hi. Welcome. Uh, okay, let me get, let me get my mojo like, on. We're having such a namaste podcast <laughs> here. Nina rolls in. No, we're, we're talking Let's get this uh, party started. Yeah, it's nice if you grace us with your presence. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I had to drive, I had to drive Reagan. Did, what have you guys talked about? Fish. Fish. Oh, excellent. Star Wars. So you got all that stuff out of the way? Perfect. Yeah. Um, but you got questions, don't you? I, see I do have some questions. questions. Yeah. I do. Straight right. questions. Let's do jump it. into it. Questions, well, hold on. Let me just, questions. let me just talk for a minute to, where was I? Yes. I was just picking up Reagan from dance because she's sick. And we usually do like a carpooling thing with another mom, but I felt like it was kind of evil sticking my sick child in their car. Yeah. The only reason she goes to dance is because the people on Dance Moms is a real thing. And like, they don't let you keep your kids home when they're sick. They have to go to dance. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, sticking her in a car with a bunch of other kids right before Christmas, that just seems kind of (laughs) evil. So. Well, well, the thing is, is that we know that viruses and that won't are scared of those evil people, so they don't have to worry about getting the virus or the bug or the flu or whatever. But usually, <laughs> evil people don't know that they're evil people. Well, right? I think the virus does. <laughs> the flu bugs and that are just like, I ain't going inside that. <laughs> Forget that. that. Okay, I'm cutting you off. So, questions. Uh, okay, so there was one that I had a phone call about, and let me see if I can understand my own notes here. Um. So this was from a dude who fished with you and a couple other guys in November. And he was wanting to fish Cascade Spinners on the Dean River. Um, They'll be fishing on... He just had some questions. He was wondering if they were weighted. And I think he was sort of wondering if they would work um, uh, under fishing, Cascade fishing under a float in the end of June, beginning of July in the Dean River. Absolutely, that would work for sure. Okay, so maybe you can just like talk about like how you would do that. I thought he little... answered the question. What? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <you> can. <laughs> no. Okay. So here's he, what wa- you do. he wanted a little bit of information, like what what? Si- what size, what line, like what what would you, how would you do that? Well, I would just float fish like you. Uh, clearly, he knows how to float fish. We wouldn't have been asking this question, so I'm not going to have to teach all that. But it's no different than float fishing a Colorado blade if you've ever done that. You're just float. You're just all you're doing is keeping under float your spinner under float to keep it up off the bottom, and you want to cast out to where the fish are suspected holding water, and you want that blade to be spinning. Now it doesn't have to spin super fast. You don't have to cast way out and hold back and get it spinning. You can just cast out to some moderately moving water, and uh, float fish your your spinner just off the bottom. Keep it just spinning, just enough to keep it spinning, and you'll catch fish with it. And for under a float, I would only use the small, which is we sell as a number five or four point five, and uh, the number six. The number seven blade is going to be too big for float fishing. It's a huge. Just that one is made for heavy. trolling or fishing in a heavy water on anchor, which you could do. Now the other thing you don't you don't have to float fish them, even when you're in that situation. You can take the float off, but they're not this. They don't. They're not a weighted spinner or cascade. 
So they're an unweighted spinner, so you'll have to run a, like a three foot leader and some weight above that three. So you just on your main line above your th on, above the three foot leader, have a bit of weight, like a round egg weight, a half ounce egg weight or whatever, and then have a three foot leader to your swivel and just cast that out, and let it swing, and you'll you'll get them that way too. With the same rod you would use for float fishing, you could do. So that's a method to use where, because I think he probably wants to know how they can fish a smaller river other than the Fraser with the Cascade, and that's. So yeah, you can float fish it or you can just cast and swing it or slightly retrieve it. Okay, done. Next. Right. Uh, oh, okay. It's a big one. No, I just feel like I'm not sure what kind of answer is going to be given for this. <laughs> I, uh, I used to have a lot of uh, gear rods and I've switched to spay and fly. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Nobody asks Rod how he feels learn, about anything. <laughs> learn to catch a steelhead and where they like to live, then fly fish for them after. Okay, here we go. I'm not uh, mocking anybody I know. <laughs> Jeff. Boo, okay. Boo boo bear. I'm coming so, right to there. Boo boo bear. So, hey there. I'm planning on going steelhead fishing this year, and I just wanted to get an idea on where on the Veta River or Chilliwack River I should go. It would be a huge help if you could get back to me. Thanks, and keep up with the videos. I would stay away. So from, be nice. I would, stay, <laughs> I would stay away from the Chilliwack River and just fish the better. You're being a smartass. Well, which river did you want to know? Chilliwack or better? Which one? Or the Chilliwack Chilli better? Better or Chilliwack. Okay, that's one river, just so everyone knows. We'll clear that up right now. The better in Chilliwack? I get this all the time. Yes, well, but on. it's different portions you no, know it's like, one river it's one river it's one river yeah, some, dude, some people like, like to call the lower the vetter and the upper the chilliwack that's it's that, all one those river. are the guys that try this game it says you're only allowed to kill one steelhead a day and then you got to leave that water but I, I heard you can go get one in the vetter and one in the chilliwack <laughs> wait and i'm standing by that because my papa told me that's not true it's like saying yale road versus um what does yale road turn into on Better the other road. side is that what it turns into? Yeah. So maybe, Yale Road, Vetter Road. Maybe it's the same what, road, but it, it has a different name, dude. Maybe it's, a, Chilli maybe it's a Chilliwack problem. <sighs> I don't know. But anyhow, just no, so I'm, I'm going to clarify that. Or she. He. Okay. I, I would su strongly suggest concentrating your efforts from the hatchery down. <laughs> Walk. No, like from the hatchery down, which is basically what I'm saying is the whole part of the river that's open to steelhead fishing, fish it all. Yeah. Don't, and, and one other, so that's what I will say, like don't limit yourself to one area because you're going to fish different areas of the river based on water clarity, water height, time of year. You're going to have to learn all those things, but don't get caught up fishing any one area of the river. It's not going to make you more successful as a steelheader. You got to learn to read water for steelhead and then go move around that river. That being said, he, he sounds like a young guy, you think? Maybe. Or just someone starting. I don't know. It's some, hard to know. Someone starting out steelheading? Yeah. They're just looking to does get it. Does it say it. that or does it just it say? It doesn't say. I read you exactly what it said. Yeah. So, yeah, you want to. It's not a bad idea to pick a couple sections of river, maybe one up at the top of the river, which you would call the Chilliwack, and then one in the middle of the river and one down low. Three sort of areas. And just split your time between those three areas. Now you're. Because you see what I mean? You're fishing lots of different sections of the river but you're concentrating on a little section within that section of river i have a question yeah do you ever see people fishing in a spot that you just know fish aren't there 
and like well, well steelhead it's pretty amazing how there's not many spots that they aren't oh that's cool like it, but you do i mean you see them fishing like there's a run and you know when the river's that level they like to sit up at the top or way down here they don't like to sit in the middle part during that but there's like no zone that's off bounds that just fish never hang out there well, there's one run that's a, it's upriver that I call the run that has no fish. <laughs> because I, I have pounded this bitch for years. And, I, and never anything. I have yet to catch a steelhead in that run to this day. Do you know anybody who's Yeah, caught? I know guys well, who claim, claim to have got him there, but I go in there with like a vengeance every year. Like, I'm getting one out of this goddamn <laughs> run this year. And I'm, get, I'm getting one this year because I actually changed. Oh, here he goes again. <laughs> the run changed. Did it, it hasn't made a drastic change in a few years, so I'm thinking... This will be this the year. This is the that, magical this is year. The year. No, I just think there's dynamics. I think it come, the river there comes around a corner and it picks up a lot of sand. And I think there's like sand swirls in the water. And I don't think Steelhead love that sit being sandblasted like that. I think yeah. that's sort of the key to All that. this silt right in their face. We, we call this, uh, Broad called this podcast Ch-Changes. Changes. That's what we started it with? Ch-Changes. That, is that the song we started with it? Yeah. Really? Not a Christmas song? You Christmas. guys, bah humbug. Nothing mean? to do. We, we, we talked about Christmas too. Santa. Bent Santa. Bent Santa's wife has to modify her suit. Okay. Not because it's too tight, because it's too big. I don't know why oh. that makes me feel better, but I, it does. I should have turned that up there. Ah, crap. <laughs> okay, so next question. Oh, wait. Okay. So there's some question. There's a couple questions here. Hold your horses, everybody. They're um, holding. holding uh, okay, horse. so this is one of the. Oh, okay, no, I can answer I that by email. I, um, put Rod, back on. <laughs> I could fill in the time while you're reading it with my own questions. No, no, stop it! Poo poo, you guys. Okay, what rod and reel do you use for jigging? Wait, let me read the rest. I have burnt out one spinning reel this season already. Also, the braid was starting to cut into the bale. What is your setup, and do you use braid on it? Yeah, I got it. Yeah. I use a Shimano Stratic C14 reel, which is a little bit higher end. It's, you know, it's a little pricier. You're looking at about $300 for a spinning reel, but it's well worth it. Super smooth. You won't get as much of that cutting in problem. Although, I'm not sure why he's cutting in. It could be... Might be the braided line, whatever he's using. Might yeah, it might be, be a, not a very good braided line. I don't know what he's using, right? So I can't really say, but there's a couple things could be happening there. It could be getting loose, and then he's getting hung up maybe, and then when he does like a, tries to break off or whatever, then it digs in. Because one thing about braided line is you should have it professionally spooled by machine. Mm-hmm. Or if you're doing it, do, don't just do the old throw the line in a bucket and reel it on loose. <laughs> yeah. You can't do that. It it's needs to have quite a bit of tension yeah. as you're spooling it on. That's if you do it loose, then it digs into itself, just because that's the nature of braided line. Yeah, is that the kind so. of line we've been putting on when you get me to hold the reel and yeah. or the spool? And yeah, that's the stuff that'll burn your skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the braided. Where I have line. to say, slow down, slow down. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you're burning my fingers. So and he asked about what I'm using. So that's the reel I use. I've been using I, this year. I used in the beginning 12 pound uh, nanofill, which was too light. I would yeah. broke, broke, was breaking fish off on hook sets. Um, doesn't take that that sh- the strength of the knots with that sharp jerky hook sets. Now just was not enough. So 
Yeah, so I went to 17 pound nanofill. That's a good line. But also for guiding, quite often I use 20 pound Power Pro braided line, and that one's good too. One thing you're going to notice if you tie twitching jigs straight to the braid, you will get spin twist on your, your line, will get twisted after some time. So it's kind of good almost sometimes to find a run that's fast and long and cast your line way the frick out there and just hold it in a current and it'll actually untwist a bit nice by itself and then reel it back in hmm. that happens sometimes float fish in colorado's your line gets sort of a <coughs> twisty going to it and i do the same thing i'll do like a super cast and i'll let it hang out there for a bit and then reel it in get all recorrected yeah oh and rod he asked about rod he did ask about the rod mm -hmm. yeah so the fishing rod i i was using a seven foot jigging shimano rod jig. and reel yeah, I did the reel did already. The reel, okay, yeah. sorry. So I was using a seven-foot Shimano jigging model, uh, Convergence, I think. They're really nice little rods. But I found fishing from shore on the better when I was late in the season. I did a couple days where I went twitching. And uh, I found it to be almost a little too short. That it was fine in the boat. Like, I mostly boat fish, right? So in the boat, it actually is quite... I like the short rod. It's, it's easier to have four guys on a boat whipping like that with short rods. And if you had long ones, there'd be eyes pulled, pulled out of the socket and everything else so but from shore i'm gonna think strongly give uh, eight footers a try yeah. so i can't even really comment too too much because i haven't done a ton of shore fishing yeah with twitching i just always boat fished but that's what you're using is the shimano yeah but this year on. this year i'm going to be doing some experimenting because i'm going to be steelhead twitching jigs for steelhead this year quite a bit that's my big thing this year nice and i'm going to get a few on the spay rod again i was thinking about it today i felt i was feeling spay today feeling spay yeah <laughs> okay, one more. Let's get through this. So this is... Um, Do you uh, What? <laughs> what was that? That was weird. Do you that? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> Whoa. Come on, I can pull some voices out. Okay, okay. So um, this is somebody who bought jigs from us. Um, I don't remember what... Oh, yeah, I can tell you what it was. Let's see. Uh, do I use purple or do I use pink? Oh, I'm going to smack you, Matt. <laughs> okay, this was steelhead jigs. Yep. Um, okay, just wondering if these jigs are designed only for steelhead or can they be applied to other forms of salmon species like coho? Um, Absolutely. Just run with that a little bit, please. But he ordered steelhead <laughs> jigs? Yes. Yeah, just because they're in the steelhead jig kit does not mean they're not for salmon too. There's lots of jigs that are good for salmon as well. Um, if you're float fishing for salmon, it's very similar. You pinks, orange, reds. I mean, most of the same ones. I mean, even even the dark purples work good for salmon. So, yeah, I mean, they're very, they go back and forth quite a bit. The only ones I haven't done super well. No, I got some chums on chartreuse, but I haven't done a lot with chartreuse float fishing jigs for salmon, like for Chinooks and stuff. What about coho? He asks about coho. Yeah, I haven't done much targeted float fishing for coho with jigs. You know, I mostly twitch them or I'm casting spinners when it comes to coho. So, I mean, when I float fished for coho in the past, you know, back before I owned a boat and stuff, I was honestly using mostly Colorados back then. So, I, I you know, but I know there's clients of ours that do float fish jigs quite successfully for coho and they seem to be getting them on a lot of those one like the blue meanie and the and some some of the different ones that we have that, that we actually pin up make. doll pin up doll there's some of these ones dreadhead 
yeah, yeah, we made these ones sort of for float fishing. Yeah, the there, we have five of them that were originally named number yeah. one, two, three, and four. And I, five I got, a lot, I got yeah. a lot of that feedback through clients on yeah. those jigs, and those are the colors that went yeah. with. I've seen guys do it too. They just float but that jigs. being said, like chartreuse is a fantastic twitching jig color for coho. So, I mean, yeah, yeah like it, it does go back and forth a lot. So you can use those jigs for sure. A lot of the jigs in our steel light kit, we just use them straight up for salmon as well. Okay. Um, another thing, I, I'm sort of torn, like these are questions about the product, but the tricky thing is that I just don't have time to get back to all of these emails, so I'm throwing them in here. Sure. Um, uh, I noticed some of the jigs have the eye hole placed at a slightly different location on the end of the jig head, wait, on the jig head of the jig itself. Are the eye holes placed in different locations on the jig head? Because okay, I can answer this. This is um, <clears throat> this is for a lead head, right? Okay. That's what it sounds like, and that's just um, the the people that pour the lead for us. They've changed their mold, so it's just it switched up slightly. It really should make no difference at all as to how. Oh, it fishes. also, we 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 did we did change our hooks in the last year. They're a different model. They're a better model. The new hook I got has got a slightly longer shank. It's a slightly smaller hook gape is slightly smaller. The shank's a bit longer. They're a little bit thicker and they're even sharper. And the eye is a little bit different. The way they, like the bend is a little different. So when they put it in that same mold, I think it does have it in a different location. It means nothing. Okay. It's actually a better, they're better jigs now. Like those new hooks, those are my favorite. Like Joe was over and Joe, if you don't know, Joe's my friend from the States. He helped in designing those hooks way back in the day those sickle jig hooks he was part of the process designing those and he uh he saw those new ones and he was like wow the, i want some of these these are awesome hooks nice like he was really impressed with the new hooks and what if uh, they have a real strong the hook as the hook bends you call that the beak so as the hook bends back towards the shank well this one has like a really strong beak to it so once you get a fish inside that i don't think you're, you're gonna find you land even more fish nice that being said this is a good chance for me to tell people set the damn hook hard hook sets with sickle hooks so when that float goes down you're not just lifting oh fish on because how many times i see guys all the time in the river float goes under they just lift like slow like just a lift yeah didn't they expect the fish to like bury the hook for them uh-uh when that float goes down you like rear down and like zoif zoif yeah, hard zoif yeah real good zoif i want to hear that this year when i'm out there fishing zoif. If I don't hear Zoif and I see a guy hook one, I'm going to be like, Zoif, man, Zoif! Thanks, Nate. <laughs> um, if there's paint over the the eye, what do you do? Oh, just send it back. <laughs> what do you do? You could, uh, if it's a smaller one that hasn't been baked in, the, baked in our oven, then you just take another hook, say a hook in your bag or whatever, and just stick it in the eye and go pop, and it pops right open. Nice and, and easy. If, if it's baked, then you have to heat something up and jab the hole with it. So I, I, I strongly suggest when you when you buy jigs, you should be putting them into a case or something anyhow, not just be carrying unopened bags of jigs so you can just tear them open and throw the bent rod packaging on the riverbank. That, well, that's how people let, they let you know that they bought your jigs. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> They're letting me know too much. Yes, way too much. But uh, yeah, so you just open up all your jigs at home. When you go to put them in the case, just if they're, you know, if they're three eighths and half ounce jigs and that, then you need to just give a little pin or a little piece of best is probably 
I'd say, what are those little safety pins, are they called? Mm -hmm. Just a safety pin and a candle, heat it up, pop through, heat it up, pop through. You do like a whole case in like a couple minutes. Yeah. And then it's better. You got them all done and you're ready to go. You should be doing that and pinching your barbs anyhow. Night before you leave. Good yeah. idea. to If you're in BC fishing jigs, you, there's no no barb options available to you, so pinch the barb. Yeah. And which may, reminds me, I got, I didn't actually get checked. I got talked to by the CEO three, three, three different days when I was out that one week in late November there. Yeah. But he didn't actually check me. He just talked to me. Yeah. Why? Asked what me. happened? He just walked up and said, how's fishing, man? I'm like, oh, yeah, good. He said, oh, yeah, we just talked fishing. They left. He checked other people. Yeah. He didn't check me. But he checked me on the river this t this year a couple times. So when I was out guiding on the Fraser. Oh, so that same maybe, one. Yeah, the same guy. <laughs> so maybe he just know. I mean, he knows me to see me now. Maybe for, I mean, I'm going to just leave this guy alone here. He's going to start getting angry, <laughs> which I would. And I would be like, oh, angry. sure. Here's my license. Anyone I kind of like getting checked out there. I do. I honestly like getting checked. It makes me feel like, yeah, these guys are out here showing force, right? Yeah. The poachy poachersons are going to be running scared. Hopefully. I feel like I can't input because I don't know what's been talked about and said already. So. We come flim flamming in late like that. Like a, like a diva. I'm shuttling around your child. So just put a sock the in it. The fruit of your loins. <laughs> Is that it for questions? Yeah, that's yeah. it. Cool. Now we talked about the sparkler kit with uh, the 20 UV jigs and the two secret ones. Yes. We talked about uh, the secret uh, Ben Santa project we're going to be working on. Oh, you know what? Like, you guys, we are so late with this stuff every year. <laughs> like, seriously. Um, I just like to say I had a Santa suit now for over a week. What is your point? He just wanted to throw that out there. All right. I'm ready to do Santa. Santa's been, been he's chomping at the bit. Oh, his, his, all right. His little vixen, Santa vixen, needs her suit. So there <laughs> you go. I told you I have to do some modifications. Fix, fix your suit. Fix it fix tomorrow. Your suit. Yes, I, I will. Cool. I'm on it. Sorry. Santa's fine. I, I got no spunk. Uh, we talked about gift cards, by the way. Your fancy gift cards you had made up. Fancy. Hey, they work. They're awesome. I'm really pleased with them. You know, them. it's funny that he just, she just said that when you said fancy, because before I used to always tell people that she had fancy gift certificate things. Yeah. And she used to get mad at me because they weren't fancy. Yeah. Now she's got the fancy ones. She's still getting mad they're not fancy enough. Uh, well. <laughs> what do you want to? Well, okay. glass frame thing that shows up with like a guy dancing at the side of the Singing telegram would be awesome. I, I'm out somewhere. I get a message on Facebook from Danina. Hey. Do you have this picture? And it was a I had taken on one of the uh, pinup girl shoots. I had taken a picture of the the picture on my camera and sent it to Danina. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, I have that picture, but it's at home. She's like, I need it now. <laughs> like, can you wait till like tomorrow morning? No, I need it now. Like, well, sorry, you're out of luck. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> but it turned out you have the, uh, I'm the really mermaid on there. It. Yes. Yes, and you've got so the uh, Leviathan, the massive sturgeon on there. Yeah, well, everybody loves that fish. Come I on, mean, that, that is uh, a record. It's a once-in-a-lifetime fish. It's pretty... <laughs> what was that? It's like a giant sturgeon sound. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's what gi catching giant sturgeon reminds me of, and then the pain of it all after. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's a lot of pain involved with one of those big fish. I don't want too many of those. No. Every few years is good. I got my giantest fish this year. Get it to shore. Get all the pictures. Feeling awesome. Like, yeah. It happens every day. <laughs> Let it go. Oh, steering cable's broken. <laughs> Me. I had to do a few of those this year. Yeah. <laughs> that kicker saved my butt. That was the best buy ever. The kicker rules. Well, you yeah, you would have got kicker, that in. Well, it's a kicker wife combo. You got Danina, that for July. Because Danina had to come save me on the last one. Because so. we went out um, first of July. Oh, you, yeah. Me and Mark, we went out fishing for, for Chinooks in the canal. And that was your kicker test. Trolling. Oh, do you have a, are you planning a fishing trip to go away? Did I sound too delighted about that? I'm sorry. Let me tone down my excitement. <laughs> what is that all well, about? Honey. <laughs> we, we were having a conversation about the gift certificates, and you just hijacked it with your stupid sturgeon sound Thanks, and, and sat there with dead air in between <laughs> like, as we wait for you to say something of importance afterwards. I could ask more You came questions. with nothing. I'll ask more questions. <laughs> Okay. Oh God, you guys are broken tonight. I am never coming halfway through a podcast again. So, um, do you? So you were sorry. You're talking about a trip. You're thinking about. You're thinking about a trip. We're talking about the gift certificate. No, yeah, we, we got. So we it's over. No, how how long did it take you to make it that night? Because I didn't. I don't think you came to bed till three or four in the morning. Oh, shut up. When are you going away and where are you going? (laughs) Seriously, that was quite the endeavor. It was awesome, though. It wasn't really. I just farted around for a while afterwards. They're printed off. Oh, fridge off. Yep. It's It's a really good feeling, though. Like, I know for myself when you're challenged at computers and that, and you actually can get, like, when I was able to, like, actually edit a video was like big deal for me yeah um printing materials has been a really big fat bugaboo for me for quite some time now because i'm you know it's really important that we keep our costs down you know for customer service or whatever happiness um like who wants to who wants us to jack up the price so that you know to cover the cost of the label like Nobody wants to pay no. a lot of yeah. money for that. Um, but so still, yeah, you guys have a lot of stuff that you print, so well, keeping yeah. that cost down is we do a lot really of really important. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, I used I went online and used Vistaprint. I try as much as I can to use local businesses, but sometimes when I need to get something done cost effectively, I just gotta go elsewhere. So I did that Vistaprint, and I. I know a billion people who use Vistaprint and just swear by it. They're they're fast. Vistaprint they're cheap, and Moo. Now, yeah, I've Moo heard a lot is really about good, Moo but it, Moo costs more. Okay. Yeah, but it, if you're just looking for something that's a little bit higher end and you're not looking to like have a huge quantity, then it's not too bad for cost. Okay. But Vista they have Print some more like specialty specialty stuff too, right? Yeah. They Don't they have like really wood cool. business cards? Yes, every like any sort of weird thing you can think of. That's so bizarre. Have. I can't imagine spending that much on a business card to give somebody that might go in the garbage, like. Well, that's no, but like, imagine you have a chance to like meet a client that's going to be like huge for you, right? Like, I you're going to so. have, right? That's the kind of person you give it to. You're not just going to give it to the average Joe. I'm too cheap. Just the regular business cards, good enough, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yes, I was quite proud of myself. I made the gift certificates on Vistaprint because 
the it's true every time somebody would call about booking a trip for a gift rod would i could hear rod on the phone multiple times oh i make these fancy gift certificates and i know women okay so if you tell a woman that you have a fancy gift certificate they expect a fancy it better be bloody sparkly glittery shiny it better do something magical for it to qualify as fancy the ones used to do were man fancy they were man fancy yes i guess so, anyways, you open I'm up quite the pleased. Gift certificate and it goes. But oh, jeez! It was, it was, I hate you guys right now. It wasn't just Rod. <laughs> you didn't just get a gift certificate with Rod's Rod's scribbling on it. Here's a trip uh, for two for whatever. Just a loose leaf piece of paper. Oh my yeah. god! Here's a trip for two for whatever. Just give me a call. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Make it happen. <laughs> Yes, that's Thanks, bro. what it would be. But you know what? Like giving somebody a fishing trip for Christmas, that's a pretty darn unique and generous oh, gift. Sure. I mean, yeah. you know, it's not a, a cheap thing to, you know, say three people out fishing for the day. That's that's a really nice gift. Yeah, it's absolutely. And it's like, it's a thoughtful gift and it, you know, it it creates memories, yeah. right? Like, yeah. No, you get be. a lot of feedback about how much fun people have out there together and the great memories and yeah. great experience. So. Yeah, we talked a bit earlier before you got here about uh, buying someone a walking wade. How good, that's good because you, you totally. buy, well, you're buying them something that they're going to utilize for years mm-hmm. to come. Some yeah. lucky fellow out there or is tying, getting or a even, uh, tying seminar. Yeah, for, yeah. Don't that's say what we'd said. No, okay. we'd said like, that'd be a great gift. Yeah. Pay for a tying seminar. I don't have a gift certificate for that. but, ah, but what, I'll do one of mine. <laughs> 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 I'll even use Sharpie so that, like you can get it wet and stuff. Ah, oh, boy, oh boy. So. Cool. Then you're talking about this fishing trip. What's going on? Yeah, well, Rod's been talking about going on a fishing trip. Yeah, I, I want to go. Here. I want. I want to go to the island and go fishing for steelhead. But the rains are just. Oh, they're yeah. they're far it's been reaching. Crazy weather. Yeah. Did I talk about Oregon? I already talked yeah. about going and catching a fish today. Yeah. Yeah. My. The Northern River, but yeah, no, there was just water. Cut of when I was driving today, every creek, every little trickle down off a mountain was just full. Like every puddle was like jacked. The Harrison River jacked. Everything I saw was just jacked with water. So much water out there, and then it was kind of not raining this morning. Remember? Mm-hmm. And then cause we got guys over here working around our place, and it was like, oh, it's still nice out or whatever. And I could hear the guy as I was inside tying some jigs. I could hear the guy starting to work on our back. I could hear him singing a song. He was singing something about, oh, we're going to get wet and covered in mud and blah, blah, blah. They're trying to make light of what was about to go down. So then I left here. There was no rain. And then as soon as I got to where I was going to fish, it was just pounding rain. I got soaked just putting my waders on. Fun. And I knew this is not going to last long. And I got there and the water where I was hoping to fish was like... Just white water shooting out of a rock face canyon and like just vortex water. Fun. Uh, like the water I caught that fish in, you just cast into like a bubbling vortex. And once every 30 casts, your float would go, would actually stand up. The other times it would like whoosh, just swing away. From the I'm fish. really impressed, actually. I, I'm really impressed. That was a pretty fish. And you just kind of pulled that one out of your hat. Like Rod honestly just wanted to get out of the house because he was going stir crazy. He's been yeah. busy with jigs and tackle sure, stuff. Yeah. And, so, <laughs> did you talk? Did you tell everybody that we're getting a hot tub? Uh uh-uh. uh No, that'll be nice after a cold walk and wade. Yes, oh, this tub. has been a dream of Rod's for a long time. Can and we podcast in the hot tub? Oh, that sounds <laughs> no, dangerous. Yeah. I because these have like electricity pumping through them. So, 
Yeah. Can we yell from the hot tub? Aw. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I have to say, okay, so we are rebuilding the deck to accommodate the hot tub. Yeah. And these guys, like, they, I feel like we're kind of weird people or something because they don't seem to understand. Like, so I tell them right from the beginning, like, the, how basic I want it. And so they come at me with a design. I'm like, dude, no. Like, I, you don't understand. Like, I just want like super super basic like none of the gucci stuff and i have to like talk them through this down like to just eventually yeah, we get there that's good though because we're using someone who does this kind of work for multi he does beautiful work yeah multi-million dollar homes and stuff so like i think that. we're like the ghetto customers i really think we good. are good. anyways no, yeah you just you know what you want uh, yeah it's not ghetto I, and I want to have a deck and a hot tub, and I want to be able to afford it. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's yeah. a reason we've been waiting 13 years for this. It's gonna be nice. I'm, I'm a simple man. <laughs> I need no Gucci. <laughs> Although when we were looking at hot tubs, we did kind of we didn't go Gucci, but we no we didn't settle for like a little bathtubby thing where you're all like, oh, it's kind of tight in here. Well, we have three kids. Man. Yeah, well, we got the eight person one. Nice. Yeah. That's gonna be sweet. I'm excited. I'm excited more for Rod because. So he, when is it gonna when is it gonna be in? Like I have a goal. The goal is I want to be drinking mimosas. I want to introduce some alcohol into my Christmas this year. <laughs> I, I, I've had many dry Christmases. I'm over it. The kids are. I think part of why we used to have dry Christmas was because kids were all young and they needed lots of supervision. They're old enough now. I'm. I'm good. I'm. Mommy's getting drunk on Christmas. It's happening. <laughs> so mimosas in the hot tub. That is for Christmas Day. That's the goal. Yes, Christmas morning. Nice. None of my kids believe in Santa anymore. It's over, man. <laughs> we we never did the Santa thing. What? We when we lived across the street from you here. Um, our kid, once he was two, two-ish, um, and Santa's possibly kind of a thing at that age, right? Like, where they're, we were trying to talk to him about, about Santa, right? Like, hey, you know, he's going to come and bring presents and freak the shit out of him. He was oh. screaming because he's like, why is there a stranger going to come down our chimney and into our house? I feel like you guys explained this badly. Did you? No. Like it was just like typical, hey, you know, it's Santa. And he had his picture. Well, we tried to get his picture taken with him, but he like freaked oh. out about that and just. Yeah. So we just went, yeah, whatever. You sure, you sure you didn't accidentally read him Krampus or something? <laughs> <laughs> Krampus. <laughs> that movie's supposed to be pretty good. Krampus. Yeah, Reagan right. went and saw it. Reagan went and saw it. Yeah. yeah, did she like it? Yeah, like you, you couldn't get it out of those girls. Like one was like, ah, oh, it wasn't very good. I yeah, no, they... it was good. I liked it. No, it wasn't that good. Were you scared? No, I wasn't scared. I was scared. So I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. No, none of them. I think they were all a little bit lost. The because they all told a slightly different version they were of what happened. Probably all talking the whole did they even time. Go probably. To, did they even go? Looking to the movie? at boys and. Did they even go to the yeah, movie? Yeah, they went. Let me believe they went. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I went to go see The Night Before. That's the new Seth Rogen Christmas movie. Okay. And it was pretty funny. Oh. Pretty funny. That's in theaters right now? Yeah. yeah. Have we That'll talked about Star Wars? One. Oh, yeah. Okay. December right, 17th. Do you have more ago. to add? Hey. Do you have more to add? No. Oh, what are you wearing? I have a custom outfit being designed by my friend Shivers Designs. 
I will be sexy Ewok. <laughs> and I'm freaking and... Darth Onesie. Darth Onesie. Yoda Darth Onesie. Am I even allowed to show up with sexy Ewok? Not Yoda. Darth, Darth Vader. No, he's going to wear his Yoda toque. And no, his, Max or, is going to you know, go you know, Yoda. You know what's funny? Is that uh, earlier I talked about is if you were going to get eaten by, by like something, it'd be best. It'd probably, Ewoks would be about the best. That'd be the worst. They'd be no. slow and no. They'd be dancing around, singing their little songs, and, and be... cooking you over the fire. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, I was saying. It'd be... I don't want ambiance as I'm being eaten. All right, well, <laughs> just get it over with. Yeah, and my alternative was like when I was growing up, the way you'd be eaten was you were in a big black pot out in the jungle. Oh yeah, like dancing around with like bones in their noses, like and like that's scary, man. Like these guys are gonna eat me. These crazy freaks. But Ewoks would be like, and they're singing like Christmas songs in Ewok, like, hey. Oh, please stop. Stop now. Well, you'll be singing that song when we go to see Star Wars. Oh, yeah. It's going to be so good. Ewok. Yeah. Are you guys going on the 17th, Matt? Mm-hmm. Oh, you are. What Four, time? 7 p.m. I think we're going at the same time. Oh, there'll be fights. Is it just that one show time that day? No, there's like three different theaters or three different screens that they have it on so are you guys in the ABS? if i see you in the movie theater i'm gonna run up to you and hockey fights on <laughs> i actually think we might be going at six um we have the are you guys in the avx I like don't know. the did you pick your seats out i don't like, remember i don't remember i have tickets we're behind the stage behind the stage <laughs> we have to watch it in reverse <laughs> Yeah. No, but we'll, 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 that place is going to be nuts. It's are you, you guys dressing up? Uh, trying to. We're, the kids have some costumes. I'm trying to talk my daughter into doing uh, Princess Leia hair buns. Yeah. Um, so I just think... give her donuts. <laughs> just like <laughs> real donuts. Like, go to, go get donuts and stick Throw them inside them on her head. Inside of your head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're so weird. You are so weird. Cinnamon buns. Yeah, cinnamon <laughs> buns would be the best. <laughs> No, get like a non-sticky cinnamon bun. Man hairstyling at its finest. Yes. Oh, boy. Well, you got anything else to add, Rod? No, I'm good. I already run tight lines and bent rods.